You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel on Thursday, the 14th of July. This is Mark Weiss with the top news up this hour. Prime Minister Yair Lapid met alone with President Joe Biden at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in Jerusalem this morning. The meeting was originally scheduled to last about a quarter of an hour, but it ran on and lasted closer to an hour. The two men then met along with aides and advisers. President Biden and Prime Minister Lapid will hold a joint news conference upon the conclusion of the I2U2 Zoom conference currently taking place, which brings together the leaders of the US, Israel, India and the United Arab Emirates. Prime Minister Lapid and US President Biden will sign the Jerusalem Declaration on the US Israel Strategic Partnership in about a quarter of an hour. The declaration includes a pledge to prevent Iran from obtaining nuclear weapons and an assertion that Israel has the right to defend itself by itself. This afternoon, Biden will meet with President Yitzhak Herzog and with opposition chair Benjamin Netanyahu. And this evening, the president will attend the opening ceremony of the Maccabi Games at Teddy Stadium in Jerusalem, together with President Herzog and Prime Minister Lapid. CNN reports that Saudi Arabia is expected to announce this week that commercial flights to and from Israel will be allowed to cross Saudi airspace, and that Israeli Muslims will be permitted to fly directly on charter flights from Israel to Mecca. Finance Minister Avigdor Lieberman says that regional cooperation is necessary for the region. He said creating a joint market in the Middle East that will include Israel, Saudi Arabia, the Gulf states, Bahrain, Egypt and Jordan could create a completely new situation, not only in the economic realm, but also in the diplomatic and security realms. Defence Minister Director General Amir Eshel said dealing with the Iranian threat is a shared Israeli and Saudi interest. Asked whether Israel would sell advanced weapons systems to Riyadh, Eshel told Khan Radio that Israel's exports are made responsibly and with oversight. After President Biden's visit, General Michael E. Kurila, the commander of the U.S. Central Command, CENTCOM, will visit Israel on Monday. The visit will focus on promoting a regional air defense alliance between Israel and Arab countries supported by the Americans. CENTCOM asked to discuss the issue of aerial defence. Israel believes it is an attempt to leverage the Biden visit to quickly build the regional air defence alliance. An American official said President Biden told Prime Minister Lapid that more help needs to be offered to Ukraine to deal with the Russian invasion. Speaking about the Jerusalem Declaration on the U.S.-Israel Strategic Partnership, the official said President Biden clarified that the U.S. is prepared to use all its national strength to ensure that Iran never obtains nuclear weapons. The official said Biden's visit to the Palestinian Authority will result in several significant announcements, including the introduction of 4G cellular technology to the West Bank and Gaza. 
Israel is considering allowing West Bank Palestinians to travel ab abroad from Ramon International Airport near Ilat. The plan would call for Palestinians to travel to the airport via a secure passageway. Defence Minister Gantz supports the idea, but said his support is contingent on Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas's withdrawing charges against Israel at the ICC at The Hague and to fighting terrorism. The Foreign Ministry has issued a recommendation to Israelis to postpone their flights to Sri Lanka due to the unstable economic and political situation the country is currently in. The Ministry also recommended that Israelis already in Sri Lanka leave as soon as possible. The weather, slightly cooler today, particularly inland and on the hills. Maximum temperatures, Jerusalem 29, Tel Aviv and Haifa 30, Ilat 38 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israel Public Broadcasting Corporation.